welcome back welcome back you lovely people to the greatest podcast in the world you already know what time it is it's time you're here with lilo and frankie you know we're going to present something nice to you guys and we have a good topic to, uh today <laughs> so pretty much you know a lot going on in the world a lot going a lot of madness going on in the world and um particularly it has to do with uh gun violence it's been a topic for a long time yeah still a topic i mean it's probably gonna be a topic for a long time so uh you know recent events you have a lot of like these crazy stories you know what happened in atlanta you know what happened in uh what, what are the other places Colorado. Okay, so the first, so yeah, so recently there's been two major shootings in the U.S. So there was the first yeah. one in Atlanta. Um, mm -hmm. That was the one where it was like in like Asian Perlore or something like that. Someone went and started yeah. shooting, um, you know, many deaths there. So rest in peace to all of them, you know, prayers and all that to their families and friends. And then right. not even a week after, there was a shooting in Colorado in a grocery store. So Damn. a guy came in starting shooting everywhere even I think like I start at the, at the beginning at the parking lot like he came out of his car and I think like there was someone who was just parked right behind so it was kind of just like unlucky he kind of just faced up to the the shooter and the shooter shot that person and then he went on to go to the grocery store and then yeah so again there's a piece to them too family mm -hmm. and friends yeah so like mass shooting is just like it's uh it's not necessarily something that happens uh, every week per se but whenever it happened it's like it's man it's just a, such a a, a bad uh yeah. bad thing you know what i mean and also just like even like for the people that were there that didn't get killed but they actually like they were like bystanders or they saw yeah. what happened like i can't even imagine like how they would feel after you know what i mean and like exactly. that could no, like, trauma, just, like, thinking about like like you know the like for example the grocery one right or even mm -hmm. the one at Atlanta, like the employees, the people that were working there. Imagine them having to go back there and relive that like moment. That like, moment. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I mean, like, how long is it gonna take before you can step into another parlor and feel safe? You know, so yeah. it's like walking with your friends, even doing these things. Because I mean, it's like, um, yeah, you know, you could be outside and then boom, you know, somebody just does something insane, and you're right there witnessing all these people, you know, around you just falling and not getting up. You know, so it's like, yeah, that does a lot. Mental health, you know, wise, that's like, it's detrimental. It's like devastating. And then, you know, now you have all these like situations because mental health is a huge issue now, right? I mean, it's, it's always been an issue, but it's, it's not really been taken seriously, I find, in the past. Talked. Like, I think like now where yeah. people are more open about, you know, their mental health or even just, right. you know, like, um, like now too, like there's, there's days that's now about mental health. There's companies that do things about mental health. That's right. So it's it's more of a it's more of a hmm. uh, how can I say? Because uh, it's like they, they have a lot of outputs now. So yeah. it's like hey, you're struggling. You don't gotta maybe tell people around you, but hey, call this line. You know, talk with somebody that like you don't have to you know feel judged or pressured around. You know, for sure. So, and yeah. also like how to um you know we came up with the the idea the subject obviously then like like those two uh my shooting just happened recently in the u.s but also like i was going through the uh the pregnant one from the the most latest one the one in colorado right and yeah. were, you know i was reading through an article talking about the shooter you know like how often like usually every time you know someone commits 
such an act, you know, we always want to understand like their behavior and how like this person, you know, how it, how this person probably before was just like anybody else. And then just one day, just, you know, just snap, right? And um, I was going through an article and they were asking, they were asking like um, people that went to his high school and kind of wanted to know about his background and how the person was. And, you know, the people from high school, pretty much every, most people were saying how like, you know, this person was, seemed like he was normal. Didn't oh, have too much you know, issues. Yeah, 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 you know what yeah. I mean? Where like, you could really see where there might be like a mental illness or um, an issue somewhat. But then I did read that he had some, you know, some maybe temper issues or anger issues. And I think that's where like, because you know, there's so many people who suffers from, if it's mental illness, that could be like psychosis or anything where like you can see things, hallucinations, uh, delusions. Um, mm-hmm. You can you can look at things. Um, there's like a there's like a um, a thing in psychology that we talk. It's like uh, in French is des idées délirantes. So it's pretty much like when you see like hallucinations and things that you think is reality, but it's but it's like but it's really not the the real reality, right? But like you might think that it's real. So when you see it, you think that everybody else can see it, but yeah. really it's not the reality. Just your mind playing games with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so pretty much like, so the fact that he had that temper, I think that's that's one thing where it's 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 almost like imagine if like someone in in their character or personality that kind of like you know aggressive, and imagine mm-hmm. that person being aggressive, and then you add on they have a mental illness where they can see things, um, they can have delusions. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like the worst the worst type of mix because it's not like everybody who has delusions. Are gonna commit, um, you know, uh, that stuff. Mm, that's that right. That's crime, right. right? Um, but in his case, um, like I said, I feel like that was that was something in him that just that 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 didn't help. One, and then second, I would say the most glaring thing that was kind of like it kind of shocked me was when some of the family members said that they, you know, they spoke to him beforehand and they heard things that you know he felt like he's he was. Um, was being followed by someone and yeah. for me like you know i say in psychology and like if someone like i someone close to me tells me like they feel like they've been followed and they tell me things where it's like you know they feel like there's a threat but they didn't really do anything to, to create such a threat it's like, like a threat without facts right exactly so then in my mind i'm like okay you know what let's get let's get my if it's a friend or anybody like Let's try to 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 get to get that person some help, or even just to go. I didn't say to help, but like just, even just to go see a doctor at first, and just to see, hey, is there anything, mm-hmm. there anything wrong? Is are you, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. you have anything? If it, it could be mental illness, anything yeah. else, just to just to prevent, because that's the thing is like, if you're able to prevent early, then we're able to to help that person before they do anything that could be detrimental, you know what I mean, to their lives. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And also, man, I mean, it's like, obviously it's one of those things where it's like easier said than done because I mean, if somebody's going through stuff like that, you know, they're, maybe doctor is going to be the last thing that they want to hear, right? Because then it's like, you're calling them, like you're saying that they have a problem, right? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, yeah, it's really hard in those kind of situations. Cause I mean, it's like, you have to, it's like finding a form of communication where you can allow the person to be open enough and like trust you enough 
to the point where you know they can they can tell you exactly how they're feeling what they're feeling because as they're telling you this i mean then you you know you start listening to cues and stuff like this on where maybe uh you know it's kind of like oh okay they mentioned you know they said their anger came from this but the intensity of their anger it kind of makes me concerned into uh you know where they might end up you know if they if they might end up doing something whatever or it's like oh hey uh, my friend so-and-so, I know he's got, a, he's got a license for guns or something like this. And he's talking about like being so pissed off that like, you know, he's seeing red. If something like that, I'm just like, I'll be, I'll be hella concerned, you know? So it's like, yeah, I, you know, it's like, how do you, how do you go about that? How do you, um, how do you help, you know, somebody that's like close to you or somebody like a, your friend that's like going through that situation, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, but yeah. Too, at the same time, like, I'm not going to blame the family to the point where, like, they might have been, you know, just not not really informed because the thing is, someone could tell you something and either you, you know, you believe them, like, where, like, okay, you think that they actually been, you know, followed or there's a threat somewhat, or yeah. it might it might not be true, but you're just not, you're just kind of, like, ignore. you don't maybe know some of the things when it comes to mental health, where that could be one of the symptoms of if it's, like, a psychosis or illusion disorder, right? Like someone like me, because I had a chance to learn, I'm able to sometime, you know, if I hear some things or I read some things in my mind right away, I'm like, okay, this person might need some help. But for for someone else, if they have no clue about, you know, uh, anything about mental health, I understand where if there's no, like, if, if nothing wrong happened, then you're not gonna react. You know, like sometimes in nature, humans like, we're not gonna do something until something bad happens. And then it's like, when a crisis happens, then it's like, okay, let's, let's do an action. Like, let's do something about it. Yeah, yeah, until yeah. It's like, everything is, you know, is, is, it seems to be fine. It seems to be normal. We're just kinda gonna- reminds me of, uh, Sorry, sorry, it kind of reminds me of, um, uh, okay. Actually, okay, I, I need to be fact-checked on this, but like, it's uh, a missing persons report. You know, I mean, I didn't even see, I'm getting this all from like TV or whatever, when they, when they say you have to wait a certain amount of days or hours before you, you can consider the person missing. And obviously I know there's a lot of like, you know, um, other factors that come into play, yeah. but the person who lost the person, you know, the person who has somebody that's missing, they don't want to wait all that time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, they want to do that right away. They want to, they want to, they want to get that dealt with it right away. They don't want to wait. They want you to go out and find them, even if they're not missing, just like, you know, let me know they're safe and all that stuff. Yep. So mm-hmm. I guess what you mean. And also it's like, as a parent or anybody that would have known, that would have known that specific person, or if anybody would have committed such a crime, like you never, you never put in your mind that someone that's related to you that, you know, would commit such an act, you know what I mean? Like yeah, there's yeah. there's levels to it too, you know. Okay, someone might might commit it, might kill one person, might commit that murder. But mm-hmm. the thing that someone is gonna commit a mass like a mass shooting, you know what I mean? Like kill like multiple yeah. people, ten and more. It's like unimaginable in your mind. That's true. Yeah, that you never guess. <laughs> or someone like that is gonna commit such a crime. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. So at the same time, it's like you know while reading this, even though I was like they're it could have it could have been prevent, prevented, but then uh, as you said too, there's obstacles, and also if if the family weren't maybe that aware of that, could have been something related to mental health or mental yeah. illness, or even just you know when it comes to if we're honest too, like you know when it comes to like 
psychiatrists and having access to them, like it's it's expensive. And especially in the US, like when it comes to their medical, you have to pay. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have no remorse. <laughs> yeah. And it would be really expensive. So who knows if really, you know, the family would would it be able to act to, to have that much access? Uh, that's the thing yeah actually because i mean that actually reminds me of a great denzel movie it's called john q i don't know if you ever seen that but that's the that's one of the best kind of like definitions of what you're talking about because it's about uh, uh it's about a father and um you know his son has like a heart condition so his son needs a heart transplant or else he will die right so now it's like okay hey uh your insurance you know is not good we can't we we can't do the we can't do the surgery you know, and then so they're kind of put to the back of the list or whatever. But, you know, he, this man is he's determined to see his son live, you mm. know, so now he, he goes through all these measures, you know, he kind of, you know, holds up the hospital at gunpoint and everything like this. You know, it's um it's a very touching movie, but you can see that, like, the healthcare system is not that sufficient in America, at least, you know, in terms of people who might not have sufficient funds to 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 pay for a lot of things. You know, it kind of just puts them in a position where now they're dealing with even more stress. You know, I, they want to help their loved one. But now, you know, it's like the, the, uh, the, the government is telling them, hey, you know what? Maybe if you had more money, you wouldn't have to say goodbye. You know, it's kind of like those yeah. kind of situations, which, which sucks. But yeah, yeah. So that's watch that cool. movie. Got you. It's a good movie. Yeah, I definitely watch it. I mean, I've watched a lot of Denzel, uh, Denzel Washington movies, but I, I, I don't think I've watched that one. So I can. I That's a good one. Yeah, you got to check it out. Check it out, man. It's touching. Touching AF. <laughs> you think about that too. I was thinking, how, like, you know how, like, if, for example, someone, um, you know, feel like they, you know, they feel like they might, they might commit to suicide, but they can have like a call, they can, you know, call, like, there's like a suicide call, a, a line where you can yeah. call and talk to someone, right? that person can you know help you and everything i feel like there should be i don't know if there's that that exists where like instead of having to pay like mm -hmm. you can you can speak directly to a therapist start to uh and just for them to kind of speak with you and see like hey like are you good tell me mm -hmm. what like what you've been seeing what you you know your thoughts and everything right uh and then just from there if there's anything like anything that the therapist sees that is um it could be a symptom of a, of a mental illness. They can diagnose it. Then maybe, you know, get like a reference and then, you know, maybe even get a doctor. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's just for the ones that can't afford it, like there should be, I feel like more like ways where you can maybe access, get some, some help somewhat, but without mm -hmm. having to pay. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if the life is on the line, then I mean, money shouldn't really come into the equation. You know, I mean, sure, yeah, you can make lots of lots of money because you know people don't want to die. <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, it's like that's why you know, it's, it's it's like you know when they say, oh, you know, Canada, you know, I'm so grateful for Canada, you know, healthcare, all that stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, you know, they pay for a lot of the stuff that like would be very expensive to the point where a lot of people would be having some damaged lives if it wasn't for you know, the government stepping in and being like, okay, hey, because of all hip or whatever, you know, you, we can compensate this and you maybe only have to pay like 20% or something. And it depends on the situation. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. Yeah, for if there's any uh, viewers of the podcast that's from not from Canada, don't think that all of our healthcare is free. We do. If you want to go, if you want to see a therapist, you do need to pay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's right. That is true. Yeah. yeah. For therapy. I mean, Therapy, 
I always wanted to try it. I never actually, I never actually been, but one day I will. I would. I just wanted, I just want to know how they talk to, how they talk to people. You know, I want to know what kind of questions they're gonna ask me. You know, how they like, you know, dig deep into your mind, into your psyche, all that stuff. I just find that really cool. It's something that like, I'd be down to learn. So I mean, if if you know, I'd be down to watch somebody try that on me. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, even for me, like I studied psychology for like four years, but yeah. I never had the chance to actually like go face to face with uh like therapists or someone mm -hmm. and actually like talk about you know it could be anything about my life if i had any issues if i had anything i just wanted to you know bear off my chest like i feel like the podcast for me it's a great way to if i have something i want to talk about we can talk about it here but mm -hmm. it's also good to have someone that is have like a neutral point of view where mm -hmm. you don't maybe have like a bias because you know we're friends so yeah. sometimes you might have a certain bias for a certain thing that you might like, you know, yeah, yeah. to each other. But if you're talking to a stranger, like a therapist, and they have no initial bias, then yeah. So I feel like actually therapy, I mean, you know, obviously with the you know money, I don't know if I'd be able to really afford, you know, many sessions, but if I reckon even just go one time, I feel like everybody should, if they can, should go at least therapy one, just even have the experience of like, you know, I mean, just yeah. to be sitting right next to someone and, even just to, like, you know, sometimes there's like things that you kind of, in your unconscious or you know, you hold on to and you never speak to anybody about it. That's um, right. Talking to a, ther a therapist might be that chance to actually like talk about it. And then from there, you might, they might uns unsolve some things that you didn't really know about yourself or maybe how you behave might've been a trigger something that came up of that ex specific experience. Oh, that yeah. Kept, I, feel like, the road. I feel like they're the type of people that like they ask the right questions because they you know they understand like parts of how the subconscious works right because i mean it's like it's the subconscious that influences all these things and then subconscious is very unknown like emotions are very unknown you know a lot of people they feel some type of way they don't understand how they feel maybe if they're angry if they just need one more person to do what they what, what pissed them off and then boom you have situations like this because they can't they can't process what they're what they're feeling. They 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 don't understand what they're feeling, so they just kind of like react, you know. But like, um, obviously, there's more to that. <laughs> it's, it's not just a one size fits all kind of thing. Right. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's important <laughs> for sure, for sure. And um, leading to a, another question, I, I thought about this is like, okay, obviously, the mass shooting happens, sad. Uh, tough to watch but it's like on the same time it's like nowadays with internet right and mm -hmm. social media we're exposed to like so much of these I'm not saying that you know it's everything we see is just mass shooting but like you know there's other things in the world that happens if it's in Africa and Asia and Europe like everywhere we get news like in seconds you know in minutes and it's hard to ignore to the point where like okay one minute I'm reading something or about oh this happened in, in the U.S. and then next second it's like, oh, this happened in like I don't know, name any I don't know, like Senegal, in Japan, and it's like, like is it? My question would be, is it normal for us to have to to be exposed to that much information at the same time? Mm, that's a great question, uh, especially man. about like violence and things of that nature. That's the one thing where I was always just like, I understand why people, you know, be like, oh, you know, I don't watch the news or whatever, you know, like they, they don't, 
because I mean, what they see on TV, you know, it's kind of like you're being exposed to all these kind of crimes and all these crazy things that are happening around you. You know, somebody that like, you know, if you have an open mind, you're going to know that you're only seeing one side of a story. Right. But then, you know, people, they get lost in TV, they get influenced heavily by TV. And then so once you go, once you go outside, you go outside based on what you heard on TV. Right. So, I mean, if there's crime happening around you, you're not going to be too social if you go outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? You might just, you know, clutch your purse or something because somebody looks like the suspect that they're that they're looking for that they call that on TV. Right. So, I mean, it's all these things where I'm just like, um, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's not good. <laughs> I would say it's not good because, I mean, news news has to there has to be balance to news. And I appreciate the news uh stations that do that you know they had they have some nice stories of like people who like came out of situations and then now they graduated or they did this or whatever they they started from rags and now they have like a multi-million store company when it started off with just like some like 50 or ten thousand dollar loan that they got and then yeah. they were struggling but they made it you know so it's like stuff like that i feel like there has to be balance there has to be a section where it's like hey you know, you have this stuff going on. Okay, you know, maybe be careful because that's that's why you bring up the news, right? It's like, this is what happened in this area. So, you know, we're looking for this person. It happened in this area. So, I mean, maybe just be careful if you're out there, you know, keep yourself safe. But then on the other side, it's like, you have to, you have to put out stories too that make people want to do something good with their lives, right? Because if you're showing other people's success, it kind of it it makes you be like, oh, hey, you know, some people, they relate by what the person looks like. Hey, oh, this person, oh, you know, this person's black. Oh, he graduated, like, uh, when he was struggling before in school. Okay, shoot. You know, maybe I can I can go back to school and do all these things and, like, get my degree, too, or whatever. You know, like, people, they see things and then they relate to it, right? So that's what I'm saying. I mean, there has to be, there always has to be balance. Without balance, you have, like, you have, oh, there's a word I'm looking for, but I, I can't think of it, but it's like a ignorant bias <laughs> and ignorance or a subconsciously ignorant bias because you're not you know you see it so you you believe it right away and you you believe that hey it's so and so news network that's that's saying this so it has to be facts <laughs> so when they go out they're going to talk like they saw it firsthand themselves and they're going to speak so confidently about it instead of being instead of being real and being like hey well you know uh from what i saw on so-and-so news, it seems like this is going on in the world, man. This is pretty wild. It's pretty wild because like that kind of conversation, I find that's good because you, you, you told me, you told me what influenced you to tell me this story. Mm. Right? That's yeah. why I'm just like, that's an open-minded person, but a closed-minded person, they're going to be like, no, nah, man, yo, don't go to Finch Street, man. Yo, they got the worst type of people, worst type of gangs out there. You're going to get shot, all this stuff when that's not all that happens at Finch, <laughs> you know? So... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like yeah. the, the point you said about ignorant bias. That's a, that's a, that's a good word. That's a, yeah, okay. Freestyle that off the top of your head, or did you do something? No, man, off the dome. The hat's working for me, bro. <laughs> I see, I see you matching, bro. You know, red or red. I don't know what you're trying to trying to trying to say there, but yeah, it's fresh. It's fresh. I'm gonna keep that to myself. <laughs> but um, one of the question about um. If, you know, well, I feel it's like, you know, I don't know if I can't say, I mean, until maybe, I don't know if there's a, any scientific article that can prove it, but even if, as you said about the truth, like, even if there's, for example, uh, 
an article that comes up that says that, oh, having access to that much information is detrimental to the people's mind. But then mm -hmm. someone else can come up with another article to say the contrary, to say like, no, it's not as bad. So for that question, I don't know mm -hmm. if I have a clear answer. I don't, I don't have a yes or no, but I can say that I think having that much, that much access to information and be exposed to so much violence, I think that's a big factor when it comes to some of us being desensitized yes. in a way to violence, where like when you see something happening, like you feel like you should, you should have more emotions and more sadness about it. But like, like for example, like when, when I, when I read about, or I saw the videos about the shootings, the mass shooting that happened, yeah. the two, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, looking at it, a Saturday thing felt bad and, you know, empathy, but, um, like, I feel like if I wasn't as desensitized, I feel like I would feel more like, you know, it's almost like, you know, you watch it, you see it for a couple of seconds, you feel bad for that moment. And then you, I can literally just move on and kind of forget about it. And it's not going to affect my day. But I feel like normally it should affect you more than just a span of, you know, a minute or two. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, like any story like that, there definitely should be that factor where it's like, you know, that, that, that could have been, it could have been you, <laughs> you know, it, it could, it, it's somebody that like, you know, thinks and breathes and, you know, lives their life, goes to the washroom just like you, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's somebody that's just like you, that's experiencing something very tragic that happened to them. Like, I feel like, you know, naturally there's that, there's some part of you, the part of you that feels that empathy is gonna, is gonna hurt too, you know? But like, yeah, man, with all this exposure of like, you know, all these crimes that are going on, all these movies where you got like mass shootings happening in movies, whether it's army movies, whether it's so-and-so, you know, it's just like the purge, all this stuff where it's like people, you know, they're kind of comfortable with the, with those kind of scenarios in a way where it's, it's kind of like, okay, so it kind of brings me to the question of, uh, I remember this was an article back in the day, like it was talking about, yeah. the, uh, you, you know, games and such, because mm -hmm. uh, somebody was playing, I think it was Grand Theft Auto or something, and then they committed a crime that like seemed very Grand Theft Auto related. Oh, really? So, okay. uh, yeah, so it brought up an article or brought up a topic being like, hey, you know, um, are games responsible for mass shootings? Are games responsible for so-and-so? Mm -hmm. You know, you got people that play Call of Duty, you got people that play Grand Theft Auto religiously. <laughs> you know what I mean? They have things I've never even heard of. These hover cars and whatnot. I'm just there with my pistol, <laughs> you know, because I'm level 46 and they're level like 487. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, people, they're so, they're so, they're so comfortable, you know, looking at those type of things, looking at those gruesome things. So, I mean, as, as traumatizing as it might be in real life, you have people that like, actually go out and then cause these things based on whatever is going on you know whether it's hate reinforced hate or whatever all that stuff i feel like most of it has to do with hate whether it's to someone else or to yourself because the people that like can't handle that and maybe you know do mass shootings and then they realize that hey oh man i'm not dreaming this this you know is real <laughs> you know and they can't take that they can't process it some people they just end up killing themselves at the end of their whole streak you yeah. know so but, that's but, yeah but there, I've, I've heard that a lot and even back at school we would talk about that how like is is video games is that a, does that affect people to the point where they could commit uh, a crime because of video games like I remember like a lot of articles of things that I've studied 
would most of them some would say yes but in, i think in general the, the the main like conclusion was that there there could be a, there could be an impact but it's very minimal because i feel like you know there's there's millions of kids of adults of people that played uh those call of duty games war games where like if it was that if it had such an impact and for example someone that's maybe naturally already like aggressive and would be playing video games i feel like there would be much more you can say people that that would commit crimes of that mm -hmm. nature but there's not that many so i think yeah. that like yeah i don't know i don't know if i believe that video games because i think that for most of us we're able to distinguish video games as a fantasy than yeah. the real world like it's yeah. like movies like you know movies that most movies there's fantasy into it like you know if you talk about anime for example like you know you have you know ninjas and things of that nature and you know they fight they kill each other but it's yeah. not like people watching that are like yo you know what like i want to do the same thing you know mm -hmm. what i mean so i feel like there's there's, there's still there's, there's a separation i think more people can separate it um like for example when we just spoke about the recent mass shootings like i think that mental health would have been a bigger a bigger issue here rather than for the guy for example in Colorado that if he was playing like 20 hours of video games yes playing video games it can give you like a kind of like a an image somewhat of like okay like hey you have a, a rifle okay if by any chance I know you're someone that has like a lot either have a, a mental illness or has a, a lot of hate you can kind of use what you saw from that video game and apply it but I don't think that's going to be the reason why you're going to commit that crime or murder that's true that's true I feel like yeah it's definitely more based on the individual you know so I mean that's why it's like you know ah you know your child wants the game right <laughs> so it's like okay you know you let them play the game they've been waiting for it all you know until Christmas and whatnot so they get the game and they start playing it but like I don't know it's like that parent quality that like allows you to be insightful you know you've lived with your child your whole your whole you know their whole life right so there's a lot of things that you picked up since uh since childbirth you know you can tell what they're feeling without them even talking to you right so i mean as they grow up it's like that that, that relationship that bond has to be has to be really strong because then it's like you know, when something goes wrong, you know, you're going to feel it and your child might not tell you, but you're going to feel it. And so when you start feeling it, like, I mean, the gut, you know, it's <laughs> the gut is there for a reason. And when you feel that like into it, intuitive feeling, you feel like gut feeling. I mean, most of the time it's because you're right. If you know something feels off, it's because, you know, something is off. Right. So, I mean, it's like, it's like, um, yeah so yeah you know that bond has to be kept with your child so at least when you when you um when you recognize these things you know you can you can talk to your child because it's all about communication you know there's a certain level of communication where you know anything can be revealed i feel you know so it's like you know whether it's just like hearing them out you know whether it's like giving them a hug body language is communication too so you know it's like you know your child might not want to tell you child's embarrassed or whatever you got bullied at school all this stuff you know but like you have to, you have to give them that space. You have to make them feel safe enough so that they can reveal to you what's going on, so that you you know exactly what they're feeling, what they're going through. Sometimes it can require, you know, maybe the parent to be open about their life, open about their childhood, so that the child can relate. Because if the child can't relate to you, to to you as a parent, they're not gonna tell you what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like oh, uh, 
yeah, yeah, the child doesn't relate, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to connect. So it's like, you have to find those things. If the child's struggling, you know, maybe, maybe share some of your struggles too. Make the, to make the child feel like, okay, hey, you know, I'm not the only one going through this. You know, my parents had a bad childhood too. So, you know, they came out of it, look at where they are now. Maybe I could do the same, you know? So, yeah. Well said, well said. But um, now I was thinking about something else. So when at uh, the beginning of the episode, we started talking about the mass shooting that happened. And I was, we went a bit more details about the one in Colorado with the shooter there, um, yeah. where, you know, there was mention of possible mental so if it if it came out that you know they go to trial they you know i mean he gets obviously he should be convicted of what he did of, you know, of, of the murders and all that but mm -hmm. if it came out that he really suffered from a um, a mental illness from a psychosis delusional disorder um, anything else of that nature um in your opinion do you think that person deserves to go still to prison or should he go to mental uh, like institution what would be the better the better option you think? Okay, that's a good that's a good that's a good one. If, if, uh, if, you, were judge, like if you were the judge, if I was the judge, okay, Judge Lilo in the house. Let's see. So what I would do, I mean, obviously, if it's a clear case of like you know, hey, there's mental issues going on, I actually scratch that. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go like this. If you're doing something, mm -hmm. um, if you're feeling some type of way. You know, a, like emotions, whatever, all of that stuff. I feel like most of the deadliest cases come from like people not understanding their emotions. So to that degree, I feel like all situations like that have a level of mental illness to them. You know what I mean? Because I mean, if you're coming up with the idea to that it's ultimately okay to kill this person, you know, you're making, you're making sense of it in your own mind. This person did this to me. So like, yo, I'm gonna I'm go and kill him. You know what I mean? And it's like, in your head, it's justified. If you feel like that's justified, you're, deal you're dealing with something that, like, you know, needs to be checked out. So people, you know, there's hate crimes, passion crimes, all this stuff. People getting thrown in jail for who knows how long. Jail, I mean, we all hear these stories. Jail ain't a nice place to be, you know? So it's like, if jail's not a nice place to be, you know, you're throwing people in the hands of, like, you're throwing people in the jungle. You're throwing people in, like, the, the, with the worst of people that, like, you know, may just be looking for some fresh meat <laughs> to like, you know, make fun of or like do some nasty things with, you know? So it's like, if you're throwing people into a situation, into um, uh, that kind of a reality, I mean, it's only gonna get worse, right? So it's like, you know, prisons should be ultimately a place that like helps resolve mental issues. Ultimately, I feel like the main reason for a prison, it should be rehabilitation, <laughs> you know? But now it's like, the cops, the, you know, there's a lot of stories where the cops are, you know, just as bad as the prisoners, you know, but they have power. So it's like, if you're in a situation where I can't go here because these gangs are going to kill me and shank me, I can't go here because whatever, so-and-so, like all these different people and like, I can't trust nobody. And who am I going to call for help? So now you're dealing with emotional tragedy. You got, you, you came to jail because of your emotional tragedy. And now you got to, you got to deal with even more tragedy. You know, people get raped in jail. And I said, what does that do to the mind? Most people you don't even want to know, you know, because it's just so detrimental. And so you come out of prison. I mean, people that don't have PTSD, like, I'm just like, that's, that's pretty, that's a feat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, it's the worst kind of thing. So, I mean, I feel like ultimately, you know, prisons, they, 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 they um, ultimately have to be about like, you know, mental health 
emotional health rehabilitation because some countries man i hear some articles you got some countries that like you know they have good prisons you know and i'm just like oh why would you want to send somebody that like you know kill people to like a nice prison it's because like it's because you don't want them to stay a killer forever <laughs> right i mean otherwise then why not just sentence them to death yeah. you know yeah. if you want to, yeah well, i was about to say is there is there anything such as a nice nice prison because i feel like a, a prison is like it's not a place that anybody would like to go even if even if you go to prison and you know they have you know cells that are you know that are nice it's not like you know horrible yeah. they have access to tvs to things of that nature they can go do some activities outside but mm-hmm. just the fact that you know you're it's like you kind of like a um an animal trapped in a cage you know what i mean like you yeah. you lost your freedom so I don't know if you can really say that prison is such a thing as a nice prison. Maybe there's prison with better conditions. Yeah. In itself, I don't think anybody would like to, you know, to be there. To that degree, I would say it's it only it only works in comparison, right? Because I mean, yeah, ultimately prison is horrible. But like, I hear prisons in Europe, man. Like, and it's nice. It looks nice, you know, based off of what I see. You know, what's what's shared and whatnot, and like uh, situations or stories of like people who've been to prison in Europe came out, you know, got a job, you know, changed their whole life because of how the system actually focuses on rehabilitation. Whereas in America, you know, for so long, you've had people just like waiting for people to go to jail. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, oh, you got caught. Now you're going to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? 13th Amendment, all these kind of stories, everything like that, where you get you get people into prison so that they can end up, you know, now they have a criminal record. The only thing they can do is, you know, their access to whatever they can do in life is very limited. And it's kind of like, they own them at that point, you know, labor and all. <laughs> so it's like in those kind of situations, it's really messed up. But yeah. 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 Okay. So you would say prison, if you had to, between prison and mental institution? Oh, uh, yeah. What was the question again? <laughs> so in the case, okay. In the case of if, Okay, so if we if we if I go with the example of the the Colorado shooter, if, yeah. if he came up and, and reports that he you know we diagnose him with like a, a psychosis or like a a disorder where that could have been you know a big a big influence in him committing that such of an act, would it be better to to put that person to a mental institution or just to prison like anybody else who would who would have committed uh, mass shooting that didn't have you know, a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Atonement is key. And I mean, without some form of atonement, I mean, like, what are you there for? <laughs> I mean, you killed a bunch of people and you're, you know, yeah. like that's still, that's still your life, you know? And it's like, you have the opportunity to be somebody in that position, but then uh, find out what you can discover while in that position. So that's why I'm just like, I like the idea of like, oh, you know, get them mental health, you know, so at least like they have a better, better narrative of what's going on. Now, obviously you kill a bunch of people, you destroyed a bunch of lives, that's gonna stay with them. And they have to always remember that, you know, but then it's, it's, it's cause you hear a lot of stories of people who've been in prison for like 45 years and you listen to them talk and you kind of wonder why they're still in prison. <laughs> because you know that like, you can, you can see it and you can feel like how much they, they, they've grown and they've changed. Yeah. You know, when they reflect on what they did to the people in their lives, it's like they can't even really, they can't reflect on it without, without crying. They know what they did, but then they're, they're trying to do the best that they can with the life that they, that they still have. 
you know because then it's like if, the, if 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 that's not the goal then yeah i mean if, if you're just sending an animal to the zoo you're not going to go there and just watch the animal i mean you might as well just kill them like because <laughs> that's where that's where it leads to if there's no mental health involved and you're sending them to prison you just want to see them die <laughs> yeah. yeah you know so yeah which i mean yeah go ahead sorry i don't know yeah so you're about to say then yeah i was gonna say um which kind of leads to the topic of um forgiveness you know things like this right because it's like somebody that does something so horrendous like that you know do they deserve forgiveness and like can you forgive somebody like that like i yeah. honestly man i if you if you committed something that i even if even if this person was not in their right mind and you still you still did the act and if i'm if i'm one of the the, the parents mom family member whoever who lost the person that were that, that was the among the victims i don't think i think that forgiveness is is not is not necessary at all times i think i think that someone can the thing is something of that nature like a mass shooting or even someone that loses someone like lose a child or relative from a murder mm -hmm. is, is always going to be in your mind it's all it's going to stick with you for your rest of your life like i don't yeah. believe that forgiveness is just gonna remove that you know what so, i mean it's, yeah yeah like i think that for, well i think that forgiveness is more of something that the the not the victim but the, the accuser the person who committed crime wants to do for their very good but for the other for the ones that you know were victim of it mm -hmm. i don't see how forgiveness would help at all honestly you know what i mean like if i was in this scenario where i lost someone off of a mass shooting i'm i'm, I'm not gonna forgive you you know what i mean yeah no, that's facts that's facts yeah. and like in, in that note i mean it really takes somebody else you know some type of person man like it takes for you to step out of of your situation you know to for you to see things in a totally different way where it's like you can accept the fact that hey you know there are people that are struggling in life and we we don't recognize that you know so it's like unfortunately this person did something to them yeah. and it it, it it took a huge part of their life away but i don't even know what it would take man because I'm, I'm in your boat man i like i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to forgive that but like for the people that like can, and there are people that I've seen some stories out there of people that like, you know, for, for, forgave the person, mm. kept tabs on the person, you know, just to make sure that they actually change their life and they actually um, find a better route. I'm just like, you are like, I, I, I salute still, you know, <laughs> I salute that person that's able to uh, forgive and, you know, make sure that like, that person turns their life around yeah because i forget i wish i really knew the story that i'm talking about here but it was just a story where i mean i the, there was one situation mm -hmm. you know, this dude in a, in a in a in a courtroom right and he was uh the, the murderer you know he killed his son and man you see this father man you just see in his eyes you know what i mean and he's oh, it was the saddest thing to see because i mean he, he 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 reacted you know he started like wanting to like you know punched the guy and everything but obviously he was held back but you just look into this man's eyes yo I'm, I'm telling you like you can see you can see everything just through his eyes and it was it was so like heartbreaking to see because you know that's like oh it's like you can see exactly what his son meant to him 
through his eyes and his expression and how he acted, you know? Which also makes me kind of wonder, because I'm just like, with all the death and everything that's going around in, the, in like America and everything, you know, you have, especially, you know, yeah, I'm gonna go back to the Black Lives Matter kind of stories and everything like this, okay. because hearing them talk about their loved ones, uh, it kind of makes me sad because it makes me wonder how, like how strong they can be. Is it strength or is it desensitization? Ooh. You know, for them to because you hear them talk about their loved ones, but then I'm just like I step, I, I try to step into their shoes, and I'm just like, if this was me talking about my loved one like this, I don't think I can hold it down that well. You know, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like, yeah, they like because it happens, and then like maybe weeks later, or like. Um, not even like one or two weeks later or so you hear like some interview of the person uh that lost their child you know all the news they want to know how you how you feeling what do you think all this stuff you know badgering them so i'm just like man i don't i don't know if it's if it's desensitization or you're that strong a person but like it's just it just makes me sad because it's like all in america you know you have all these all these um broken families and now it's like more people are losing people but then it's not that it's not that um, impacting anymore, you know, because of all the death and all these like situations that people are used to now, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, that's one thing I'm just like, the world's got to change, man. The yeah. world's got to change. You know, I've heard things where like, you know, forgiveness can help in terms of someone, you know, healing process, mm-hmm. which I, I don't know, I feel like, for me, if 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 um if you know I'm I'm the victim of a, of a you know I've lost someone in my family off of someone else killing them like mm-hmm. I think the suffering is always gonna you know, is gonna stay there like I don't I don't think that forgiveness like if forgiveness is helps in the healing I don't really someone can really heal like fully heal maybe someone can maybe forgiveness can in the way. Um, Give you that? How can I say? You know, like when when at the initial 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 phase, like most people, like if if someone committed a murder, like you mm-hmm. want to kill that person, the person who did it. You know what I mean? Like you're in the mind, like man, you killed my son, you killed her. Like you feel like that hatred. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the mind, where like you want you want to do something bad to that person, like a revenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. But, like man, I you you killed something that was so precious to me to my life, and now you know what I mean. I can't do anything about it. I can't, I can't put my hands on you. Like what? Exactly. So maybe, maybe forgiveness is a way to, to, to remove that hatred off of you. So maybe mm-hmm. that could be a help but in terms of healing. I don't believe in the whole forgiveness is going to help in the healing. Cause I think that something of that nature, man, is going to be, you're, you're going to suffer for the rest of your life, but time is I feel like time is the the best healer. Like I think, yeah, yeah, I think that just with time, like yeah, you're still, you're still gonna have those days and tough times where you're gonna you're gonna remember about mm-hmm. your relative uh, if it's your son, your and you're still gonna have those days where you're gonna cry when you know it's gonna be tough. And yeah, but that's the thing is like that's not gonna stop. So because for me, healing, I think of healing like it's mm-hmm. gonna help you to be like fully recovered in a way yeah 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 no i agree with that i agree with that but also um because yeah i feel like like yeah yeah forgiveness is like it's a step where it allows you to 
accept the situation that's going on, right? Because it's like, if you, if you can forgive yourself, you're kind of removing that layer of anger that's like clouding your judgment, right? Because then it's like, you know, once you get rid of that hatred, that anger, you know, you can start to see things in a different way. And um, instead of feeling like, uh, like the total victim, you know, I mean, it can lead to situations where, you know, you can actually, you're in the, you're in the kind of shoes where somebody who's going through that kind of situation, you know, you can end up even helping a lot of people. A lot of people, man, they, they go to like, uh, they end up working in like rehab stuff, you know, places with post-traumatic stress because, you know, they've been there and they, they don't want other people to be there too. So now it's like they share their experience and it kind of gives them, because I feel like you can only do that if you get past the anger and you actually, because it's like, is it really forgiving the other person? Because you're never going to forget what they did. That's 100%. So is it really forgiving the other person or is it kind of like forgiving yourself? You know, because you're holding on to this anger. Somebody did you wrong and you can't, you can't, like forgive yourself for you know Getting down letting that anger go <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like you know you don't want to let that anger go this person did you wrong now you want to do them wrong but like once you forgive yourself you don't really you know that you don't have to do them wrong you don't have to spread that like constant cycle of hatred yeah you know so exactly. yeah so i mean with that i mean yeah go ahead because too like we've evolved from the the early times where um, you know, revenge was the way to was the way to go. An eye for an eye. <laughs> that, that was the way to go. Like we, we evolved to that. Where like now we're we're smarter. We know that revenge is does is not gonna help at all. Um, but it's just in in nature because like you know we're it's almost like you know we're like animals where like if if you feel a certain emotion like you know you've lost something and, and you can't get it back. And mm -hmm. that person who committed it, it's you're you're able to do something about it. Like that initial feeling, you want to you want to do something about it. You want you want to apply that revenge. Um, mm. But the thing is, now in the in the in the world that we live in, if you ever try to do that revenge, there's going to be consequences. You know, with the law. Yeah. I mean, so because of that, now like not everybody can just just do and just have that revenge and then you know just be free about it you know what i mean like that's right and also too like it's like for me like i'm not someone like in my mind or in, inside of me i want to kill someone else like that's never been in my intentions mm. um, so maybe that's where like i said the forgiveness might help for that to remove that feeling of hatred um mm -hmm. but i don't know for me like i said like honestly if something happens where this person that mass shooting and one of the victims is one of my relatives like i'm not i won't forgive you ever man it's just like nah it's just that's like, facts. that's true yeah 100 yeah like i honestly like i said i don't think forgiveness is not necessary at all times that's my line like it's hmm. it, it can help for at times i think like for for smaller things that's fine but like yeah no i don't i don't need i don't need your, your forgiveness um you know i mean i'm gonna deal with with my with my issues with my feelings the best i can uh yeah. with myself and with other people around me my close yeah. surroundings but with the other person like honestly i feel like the other person i want them to like i don't i don't want them i don't want them i don't want to kill them but at the same time i don't want their life the rest of their life to be easy at all too you know I, mean? right. I want them in a way to to suffer to the point where they understand yeah. at, 
either what they did or even just because that's the, that's the tricky thing too. Okay, so I wanted to bring up a um, you know something that happened a couple of years ago. It was back in 2015. Um, okay. It was in the U.S. too. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I mean. I, why is the U.S. has so much mass shooting? Is, is it because uh, of, of the gun, you know, the gun laws, or maybe how that it's so accessible? I I really don't know. <laughs> There's too much. I feel that like goes into that. That's another episode in itself. We're gonna go to the that, but you know, yeah. there's a guy by the name of Dylan Roof. So it was back in 2015. He went to a yeah. church and he, you know, he killed multiple people at the church, right? And you know, he gets convicted, found guilty of all charges, and sentenced to death in federal court and um his motive of because of what he did wasn't you know when we talk about like if if someone can put their mind into doing such an act there has to maybe have to be something mental health related but for him his motive so he was known as a white supremacist he had also done some there were some videos and things he's done where it's like you know holding a flag of you know the the the, the nazis and also he had the desire to start a, a, a race war um, so, I mean, this, someone like Dylan Roof, to, to his case, right, where, like, I was thinking, like, for me, like, when we talk about, like, choosing between mental institution or a prison, right, I would say in the case of able the Colorado shooter, if it came up that, you know, this person wasn't in his right mind and suffered from this type of mental illness, I think that actually mental institution would be the best option because even if that person went to mental institution it's not like mental shit is necessarily ideal at all like you know that's right yeah everybody thinks it's like an easier sentence <laughs> yeah no it's, it's not like you know you're out you're not at home you can't do the things that you want you're always like you know control you have to take you know yeah. they're gonna give you you know medic uh medicines and they're gonna like you know hold i mean if it if it, it becomes really bad it might hold you to like uh uh, not change, but you know, like sometimes you have to. Oh, like, yeah, those uh, restraints. Yeah. Restraints. Yeah. yeah. Straight jacket. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So I would say, and too, because I think that if someone really suffers from a, a bad mental illness, I think that it's best to have people that are that profession of mental health and know how to deal with it um, somewhat rather than put someone in jail. And yeah, nobody really knows about how to deal with mental health in prison. I don't know if it's like programmed somewhat, but yeah, I would say that's mental health. But someone hopefully like you know, yeah, hopefully not. They got like a lot of programs and stuff, you know, because it's such a hot topic now. But yeah, man, it's yeah. Uh, it's wild for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like I said, I would I would go with the mental institution route, but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't say that I'm I'm, I'm excusing that person from. I'm just saying that if the mental illness is like a big factor of what he committed, and really he didn't. He didn't really like he wasn't in his right mind to commit that. And mm -hmm. especially too, if this person didn't have any interior, like he didn't have any, he didn't really commit any crimes beforehand. It's literally just one day this person did this, this, and you say that okay, it came from a mental illness. I think that mental shooting would be the best option. But in the case of someone like Dylan Roof, where I mean the things that he's done, I mean, and then now he's he's gonna be sentenced to death. Um so that's something I just thought about too, about death penalty, right? And, yeah, yeah. You know, about, you know, if you should, if death penalty is, is a solution to, to something like, like this person, Dylan Roof, like what is your, um, your view of uh, death penalty? Are you for, or are you against it? Death penalty. Oh, man. Yeah, it really, 
<laughs> it really, it really, it really depends. Cause I mean, so, some people it's like, I don't know, maybe if you've done so, so much wrong and like you're not showing any kind of promise or any kind of change or any kind of remorse or resentment to what you did, then you might just have to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, there's some people where you can see, you can clearly see that like, okay, hey, you're trying to put on a bold face or you're trying to laugh at like somebody's misery, but like deep down, you, I know you're hurt. You know what I mean? There's some people you, you, you can see that. And, and, and that's where I'm just like, I would love to see mental institutions that like deal with those kind of um, um, like perspective changes. You know, because if somebody that's like, oh, been a white supremacist or been any kind of supremacist for like so many years, you know, that's a lot of like entrainment in their mind that they've like, you know, reinforced with so many other things. So how do you break down those reinforcements and get to the source of that person's thought to the point where it's like you can you can allow them to see a different lens? Because if they can see that different lens or that different perspective and look at themselves from that different perspective, then they might actually, you know, see, they might feel uh you know, some remorse or some like regret and, and like guilt off of what they did. And once you see that guilt, once you see that, like, I just feel like the rest is game because it's like, now you can start, you know, breaking down more walls. Uh, it's kind of like, it's like, it kind of reminds me of like the military training. You break them down to nothing so, so that you can allow them to, well, like, so instead of the whole military thing, so like you break them down to nothing so that you can allow them to see life from a, from a clear perspective. A perspective that doesn't really uh, come with identification, identification or ego, because I feel all that stuff, man, all that like white supremacy stuff, all it has to do with ego, all it has to do with you seeing yourself better than somebody, right? So I mean, if you're if you're so deep into your ego like that, then of course you know it makes sense that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna support these type of things, right? But then you know if somebody can like if these institutions can break down that ego and actually focus on the uh person's real identity you know like who they are without the facade without the representation without the tattoos without the gang affiliations without like the the you know ghost hat <laughs> you know if you can if you can break all that down mm -hmm. then i feel like you know they can they can maybe see life differently in a way where they might actually pick up a perspective that's like wholesome you know, and then from there, once they start growing from that wholesome perspective, then comes atonement, because then they can actually do something with their life where it's like, you can't run away from what you did, but then also they're not going to run away from it because they're going to accept it, you know, because they've gotten to a point where it's like, they're thinking more clearly. They're not thinking that like, oh, I'm being done wrong by the system because, you know, my doctor is like black and I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it, with enough time, you know, then it's like, it doesn't really matter who you are. You know, you're a human. You breathe just like the next human, no matter what they look like. You breathe, you breathe just like they do. You go to the washroom just like they do. You eat food just like they do. It may be different, but you still essentially do the same things, right? You still think the same way. There's cause and effect. Something made you think this way or something made you feel this way and you reacted on it. That's what people do, <laughs> right? So that's why I'm just like... For the death penalty, I don't know. Me, uh, would I really go with that? It really depends. It depends on the crime. If it's too much and it's too crazy, then yeah, you might just have to, you know. But like, if there is a glimmer of hope, hope that looks like maybe guilt or remorse, or if you know somebody's like feeling some type of way about what they did, then I feel like, you know, that's like, okay, mental health institution, 
you know, and then get you get your mind right, get your perspective right, you know, so that you can see exactly what, what you did and then move on from there and, you know, climb that ladder to whatever atonement looks like to you. <laughs> yeah. some, to some people, it looks like, you know, preventing other kids from going to jail, right? Yeah. So then they go talk to them, they go in these programs and do all these things to share their story. That, to me, that's atonement. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's the question with the um, with uh, death penalty because you know I remember back like before when I went to school and I had like a class or two mm. about like criminology and uh, we would talk about like you know death penalty and history right of it and how like you know death penalty I believe it was a thing that that started because they wanted to you know show an example out of uh, out of that mm-hmm. person like okay if this is this person committing this crime. And now going to the death penalty is gonna help to for for the society to understand better. Okay, I, I should maybe avoid or maybe it's gonna it's gonna influence people to to like it's gonna influence the society or maybe even reduce the number of crimes. They thought that that would be an effect, but the problem with I think death penalty is that it doesn't really fix like for example if if you killed them in roof, okay, you killed them, but it's not going to necessarily like the ter- um what's the word um there's like a word it's um uh that's in french it's like you know what i mean that's like, escalate the situation or uh no, no, no dissuasion. it's like um it's kind of like di- dissuade or like you know it's gonna like oh okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah i feel you on that so it's like um it's kind of like it's not gonna change the uh the situation or like, I mean, because essentially, would that really make you feel better, right? Because it's like, okay, hey, this person did this, you know, now I'm watching him, I'm watching them die, okay, cool. But now you go home and it's like, nobody knows. I mean, okay, people, you know, they can say what they want, but I feel like everybody at the end of the day, they have their own experience. And it's, it's like, you put your belief to what you think happens after death, right? So whatever it is, whatever you feel, whatever you think, whatever you've seen, everything like that, like I feel like it's all, it's all, it's all theory. Mm. Uh, well, obviously, there's you know there's other situations where it's just it's too much to talk about. <laughs> but there's the theory of, of what happens after death. But then it's just it's it's never guaranteed that like you know it makes you it makes it makes people feel better that like oh yeah this person died now he's gone to hell boom he's gonna burn and he's gonna suffer for all of eternity all right that's cool you know that's what you think but like who knows what's actually going on with that person mm-hmm. you know so some people to that regard they think like hey death is too easy because now you just instantly into the next chapter i don't even know if you're thinking about you know the damage that you did in this world but i know if you were in this world you you'd have no choice but to think about it mm-hmm you know <laughs> the thing too about death penalty why i would say like i would say i'm i'm away i'm against it too because like how like who do you who do you decide like how does this just decide how one doesn't deserve to live and the other one can get a, a lifetime prison like for example like if we compare dylan roof with the two other master that mastering that just happened now like mm-hmm. all at the end of the day they they committed like multiple murders all at once so all of them if you go off of the basis not just their motive or anything like that but just of the basis should all three really deserve to live so mm-hmm. if you really if, if based on what they what they've done in terms of their crimes like if dylan roof gets the death penalty then 
if we like if we don't look at the motive, but we just look at what they committed, the the other mass shooters should all get the death penalty too. So that's why I'm I would say I'm against death penalty because it's, it's kind of like how do you defend your like like if I feel like I would agree with death penalty if it was done if everybody that's done a particular crime gets it. Mm-hmm. then okay but it's that's not the case you know that's i mean like, case, yeah. committed, like really bad crimes and they're just uh, in prison for life that's right yeah yeah well i don't know i think you know i don't know for me maybe but it's, it's a tough one just because like justice itself or even like just i think that for me i would say just if this person commits you know that type of a murder uh, of mm-hmm. crime like just put that person to jail for life and i would say man just do everything in your power to make their life uneasy <laughs> the suffering <laughs> you know i want them to suffer because the other the victims uh you know they're they're gonna suffer so yeah. like yeah already prison it's already about like being in prison you know you lose your freedom you know what i mean it's almost like you're an animal in a cage but for someone who like didn't roof you know what i mean from his mind, like he feels like what he did was right, and mm-hmm. like I don't like he doesn't have any remorse for what he did. It's like okay, you know what? If if you feel that way, oh, you're gonna be in prison, but we're gonna make your life a misery. That's like, that's what I feel like happens now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the thing too is that I've heard that like you know people like they get protected after all. Like if if you know other cellmates or you know yeah. attack them or anything that happens, they're gonna put them in like a special. Uh, cell or somewhere where they're more protective because you know everybody knows that person what they did so they're trying to kill him in prison or do something bad to, to that person but yeah. because the prison they can't you know they they don't want they don't want the prison to become a uh, a jungle where people can just freely just attack each other kill each other so they have to protect that person even if that person doesn't even deserve to that's true like, i don't know for me i yeah. It might sound it might sound wrong, but I don't know. For me, I I would yeah. just leave them with other people and hey, if <laughs> other people kill them, hey, yeah, that was that's like karma. It's like hey, that's, you, that's karma. But, but <laughs> death penalty, I feel like that's just because then it's like now the justice, the law has to decide who who gets killed and yeah. who doesn't. I that's think right. that's I'm not saying that's not fair, but I think that it's not it's not properly done. Yeah, there could be some 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 rules or things that's implemented where it's like we know if someone does something of that nature, mm-hmm. you know what's the consequence. There's only one consequence. It's not like oh, for Dylan Roof, you get the death penalty. For someone else that done a similar act, oh, uh, you don't you don't get it because your motive, you know, was not the same. Yeah, you know, exactly. or maybe you felt remorse or you wanted your your right state of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's why I don't believe in death penalty. Um, I would like to hear people in the comments what you know they're saying about death penalty and yeah, also forgiveness, what they think about forgiveness, because um, I think that's like you know subjects that is you know it's, it can be controversial and people can have different opinions. You'll find so many different perspectives. Oh yeah. Oh, did, did I freeze? Uh, just like for two seconds, but you back. Oh, back all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, man. I was just gonna say to touch up on the the suffering bit. That's that's um yeah, man. I like I like the I, I like the idea, but I I feel like I would take more of a suffering route in the mental health field because I feel like getting somebody or forcing somebody to to um, 
to be more mindful about what they did, I feel like that's already suffering in itself because you have to go through that phase where you're gonna see everything, you're gonna you're gonna see everything within a, that you did, but in a more mindful state. So now it's like you're not only looking at your perspective and your emotions that you raged off of, but now you're looking into the fears of the other person and you're dreaming or you know you're you're having these things. You can, some people have visions and dreams about like the people that they that mm -hmm. they made suffer, right? So that's why I'm just like you know a a, a, a proper mental health institution at work at, at jail i feel like that that that'll be suffering enough to be honest <laughs> like i mean obviously hey horrendous crime you know if they if they die they die <laughs> you know what i'm saying but like on top of that like mm -hmm. mental health healing from that that's that's already a suffering process so it's like after that i feel like yeah they'll, they'll get to a point where maybe they can they can you know forgive themselves but i like i just feel like if they get to that state, they know that they'll never forget. And they know that they'll know exactly how they made the other person feel instead of like drowning in their own emotional anger. Now they're going to be feeling all these things that they made other people feel. You know, the day that they get to maybe look into the family's eyes again, they're going to break down because they couldn't believe that they were the type of person that did that to someone else. But they have to live with that for the rest of their life. It's suffering, man. That's why I'm just like, <laughs> it's suffering, but it's suffering that I feel is necessary because then you know, they're able to actually atone and then change the narrative of their life, you yeah. know? But, yeah. some, but some could say like, okay, so I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm an advocate when it comes to mental health. So I understand your, your perspective, but like someone like Dylan Roof, I feel like there's some people where like once, once in your mind, you convince yourself that this is, this is your truth. This is what, what is like, what is. Absolutely. What is absolute? Yeah, like you know, like when, like for example, someone that's a nurse, uh, narcissistic, uh, uh, you know, narcissist, yeah. and you know, only cares about themselves. And there's people where, like, it's I don't know if you can really change them. Like you mm -hmm. can, you, you can try your best. You can try your best, but there's people that like once they once they have a philosophy, and they they're just gonna stick to that. They're just gonna stick to it. Mm -hmm. So for someone like Dylan Roof, to, for someone to be like literally, okay, so you're not only a white supremacist you're you want like he said he wants to to do like you know create like a race war like yeah not like nazis charles manson type thing <laughs> i don't know if you can change someone like him man i after saying i i don't know like it's and especially too that he committed like if someone like him committed such a crime and doesn't mm -hmm. have any remorse and feel like what he's done was fair like how do you change that like, yeah. how, do you, how, do you, how do you even make that person feel bad if if initially they don't even have any remorse yeah man no that's true that's true because i mean to some degree the death penalty is there for a reason i just feel like it should be like yeah i mean if somebody has no remorse no heart to what they did and like there's really no promise for them to come back i, I believe anybody can change i just feel like it's mm. all about timing some people it may take 40 years to change <laughs> what they did you know what I mean? But then it's that 40 years that like eventually they'll get there. Some people, it can be 12 years. Some people, it can be 12 months. You know what I mean? But there's something that happens along the way that I feel triggers the, the drive to change. You know, so it's like you, if you live long enough, you're going you're gonna to realize, you know, you reaped what you sowed and then it's, it's, it's going to click in and something about it is going to make you want to change or make you want to change yourself. But I feel like that's something, if, if, if it looks impossible, then it's probably one of those changes that, that are going to take like, you know, maybe half a lifetime to realize. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel yeah. Sometimes it's long. 
maybe maybe the person is like in their 60s and then they committed these crimes and it's like another 40 years you're probably not going to be around you know but like yeah yeah we might we might we can disagree on that uh i think i don't know i i yes in terms of of the mind you can change someone's mind or someone can can change their philosophy that i believe but i don't know there's i mean you know just looking at the history and some people that's committed such crimes I don't know, and yeah. some people that's, you know, that said some things and literally had no remorse for what they did, even once convicted. Yeah, I don't know if you can change their mind. Like you said, you know, I mean, and, you know, when, you know the whole thing is like, you know, anything is possible. There, there could be possibility. I honestly just don't believe it. Someone like Dylan Roof, I don't, I don't know if you can change this person's mind. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to be, you know, to be wrong, but I, mm-hmm. I don't believe it. But yeah, we can agree to disagree, so that's fine. Um, so let's see what else we can uh, discuss when it comes to uh, the topic. I want to bring up um, also when it comes to, uh, let's see, let, let's see here. Oh, yeah. So, um, so you sent me actually, Kalilo, um, when it comes to just like mental health, right? And yeah. Like someone suffering from mental health and, you know, if, if this person like you know like how how do you how do you um okay when it comes to mental health right and yeah. you sent a really interesting article to me before the podcast oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember okay you want me to go at it yeah we can talk about it a bit you know just to, to end All the episode because right. i find that interesting right that is there, interesting. Um, you know, there's a um there's a um a bill actually in canada yeah. here yeah that wants to be passed that um gives access for people who suffering uh for example for mental illness to get mm-hmm. medical assistance in dying right so if yeah. someone suffers so much, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that you know that desire that, that asks to, to to get assistance to dying they can get that right to do it right so you know we're reading the article and and, and things that they were you know talking about about this uh, bill and I was thinking because you know if we compare this to like when we talk about if someone commits a crime and they suffer from mental illness and they did it wasn't their right mind and you know after after that they committed the crime they realized what they'd done was like oh like what did i do like oh my god i feel bad about this blah, 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 blah. so if someone mm-hmm. is suffering from mental illness where they asked to they asked to to get assistance to dying but they're not in their right mind so maybe what they're asking is not really them. It's like, how do you how do you know if that person is there is 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 in their right mind or really is asking for it without their mind tricking them? That yeah. is the thing. Because I mean, that's why I'm just like when I saw that article, I was like, I was shocked. You know, I was just like, really, that doesn't kind of really that doesn't really make sense. Because it's like, you know, maybe I want them to add a lot more context, but I mean, from what I gathered on it, it's like, yeah, if anybody wants to like assisted suicide when they're having their mental breakdowns, then sure, you know, you can get it. You know, maybe they mean that for all like, you know, patients that are, cause I know they have that for like patients that are like terminally ill, mm-hmm. but now it's kind of like, don't really need to be terminally ill. You can, you, if you request it cause you're just suffering, yeah. you know, that it's like, boom, you can. But that's the thing. Cause it's like, yeah, if somebody is mentally ill, then they're not in the right state of mind, right? So, I mean, if they're asking for suicide, 
you're just gonna make them sign something and then it's like oh i'm sorry they signed when they're struggling and they're <laughs> low-key like they need some other type of help but now you just want to end the game and you don't want to actually find a solution yeah you know and you know, or even worse you know it's like with that kind of with that kind of uh, with that kind of bill i feel like okay mental illness you know you people they trust the doctors that deal with the mental ill patients right but i mean there are some good people there's some bad people in the world <laughs> so it's like if the bad people have access to manipulating things with this bill people could be dying without their without even their consent you know they can be like coaxed into maybe signing something or it's not even really whatever i don't even know the whole procedure but i just don't like the bill because i'm just like you're asking people to you're asking people that are struggling that aren't in the right state of mind and maybe they see that as a way out but now you're providing it to them instead of instead of allowing them to like you know heal and move on and find a better solution that can actually continue their life you know and then do 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 even more good for like the people around them you're, you're trying to cut that short <laughs> and like, you know so, yeah like you know i've learned that too like when it comes to mental illnesses it's like even any type of mental illness someone can can manage and still live with it you just yeah. need to, to to have you know to be able to take your your medicine to, if you're able to get that right treatment and and especially too, if, if if you're in a mental institution in a hospital where you're getting constant treatment you're getting people that are able to, to help you to be there. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, once you get, you know, you get those, those episodes where you're not in your mind, like there's a way to combat it. Um, for sure, it's not, it's not ideal. For example, someone is suffering from, there's some mental illness which like, you know, it's, it's tough, you know I mean? It's, it's really tough, yeah. I get it. But I don't know if, it, I don't know if mental, if, if mental illness now can just become, now can just become the reason for someone to, to, you know to let them die you know what i mean exactly uh, i don't know that's just my that's just maybe my i'm just thinking my perspective um mm -hmm. like you know how like you know obviously if it's hospital mental institution to keep people and in, and in, in hospital mental institution it costs money like literally every bed every person that's there the treatment it costs money so yeah. what if this bill it kind of it's almost to the point where like you know we they maybe the government not saying the government but like you know the government somewhat want to they, they don't mind maybe sacrificing some people just for the better good of the economy yo you see because i mean it's like it's not wrong but like but i'm thinking too in terms of like you know just you know how like in the world there's that whole thing of like you know we're over like there's that overpopulation there's yeah. too many people and i was i was listening to something before where it's like there might be a time where like the world or there might be some things where we'll start to maybe sacrifice some people just for the world to even function it was the maybe. population all this stuff yeah exactly so i you know, i don't know maybe that's conspiracy you know frankie conspiracy because <laughs> it's scary i'm not really big on conspiracy that might be my first conspiracy i came up with on the podcast where let's like, go let's go but yeah man no because it's those type of, it's those type of things where i'm just like you know conspiracies i like them because you know, it's, it's people that are taking the time to connect the dots and build a perspective around it. Now, they could be hit, cluing in on something major or, you know, they could be overthinking. It could be whatever. But I just love theories in general. I tend to not uh, believe in, like, you know, 
any particular thing 100%. I know that there's always a grain of salt that has to be in there. So it's like, yeah. I try to keep an open mind about it. It's like, oh, that's a good theory. You know, I see how it relates. You know, it, it holds water because this is going on, this is going on. So, you, you know, it, it adds up, you know, but then it's, it's like, um, but yeah, just even aside from all of that, it's like yeah these, these type of situations that's why i'm just like it really feeds into that you know it's kind of like now there's a bill where it's like people who can't it's making it easier it's making it easier for people to die yeah but people who shouldn't even be you know may, making those type of decisions mm-hmm. you know now you know the, the government is giving them the power to do that so it's like if somebody is mentally ill and they're dealing with things that you know need to be fixed they need to be understood needs to be all this stuff but the person believes that there's no hope you know that's why people do that's why people kill themselves that's why people you know suicide themselves they, they believe that you know they're alone uh there's there's no solution for their problems so like even if they you know come out of it you know what's what's good for them in their life anymore yeah. you know so it's like in that kind of state you're not you're blinding yourself from all like the the beauty that can come out of it it's like, sure, yeah, you struggled when you were from, you know, from childhood up until, you know, high school, high school wasn't good, school wasn't good. You know, some people that go through that, they're just like, well, all my years that like I can talk uh, about with like, you know, when I'm in my 40s, all those years now, nah, they're, they're like tra- traumatizing to me. So it's like, I have nothing to talk about. You know, I, I got like, I don't even know where my life is headed. You know what I mean? So it's like, with that kind of perspective, somebody can be like, yeah, just kill me. You know, and then with this kind of bill, you know, it's like, okay, well, this person doesn't need death. They need a, they need a solution. They need a different perspective. They need to, you know, they need to like heal themselves and see the other side. They need to think outside the box, all this stuff. But and, this bill is just killing all of that. Yeah, and that's thing too. It's like, yo, I mean, in, in, in the psychology field, right? Like if you're a psychiatrist or anybody that works in that field, like, the goal, I thought that the goal of, of, of psychology too, when, when it comes to people in need or people that suffer from mental illness is to help them to give them a, a better life or to give them a life where they, they, can still, they, can still, they can still live like everybody else. But obviously there's things where they need to, to, to follow, they need to do to, yeah. to be able to do that, right? So it's That's like, right. If, if you're now passing a bill where now, you know, people can ask to, to you know, for, for assistance in dying, it's almost like, okay, so now our, the job of us of helping is not necessary anymore. Like we're, we can't, right. we can't, if someone even has thoughts of suicide, like like even someone that doesn't have any mental illness, but just was, you know, doesn't, doesn't feel like they deserve to live, that wants to, wants to suicide. What usually we, we, like if there's family members or people, what they would usually do is what? They would go and do their best to, to, to tell them like, no, like, hey, like to, to give a more positive outlook of life, like, hey, you, you deserve to live, you know what I mean? It's not gonna get better. So I think that in hospital mental institution, it should be the same where like give them a reason not to die. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like why give them why give them a reason to die? It's like now it's yeah, I don't know, like I feel like life life is such is so precious and mm-hmm. like from what we know, we only have one life. I, I don't know if after yep. you die, what happens, but from what we know, there's only one life. So it's like that's right. It's like it's, it's true. It's like it's the only it's the only life that you're gonna be frank in. It's the only life I'm gonna be Kalilo in, at least you know as far as we know. <laughs> so, so then it's like if that's the case, it's like why not why not do your best to to help that person 
to live as long as they can. You know what I mean? Yes, it's not, the person can, just, can still eventually maybe commit suicide or something happen where they die, that you can control. But at least like, it's like, I was thinking too about at the beginning, like I forgot to mention that, how like mm-hmm. with life, like we're really not in control of our life. You know how like with mass shootings, how someone yeah. can just die and you can, you can just go to grocery store, you can go anywhere and just lose your life, right? So because of the fact that we are not in control of our life, it's like if then like someone is able to to dictate or like is able to to still continue to live, like the person that's there to help, do your best to to help with them, you know, to help them to to, to, to stay to stay alive. Like don't I don't know, I don't I'm not saying the bill it's almost like the bill is kind of uh encouraging some people to be like yeah right like it's i'm just gonna give up on life life. exactly and imagine this so you see you're somebody that like okay you know you you, something detrimental happened you know you're on the verge of suicide now you know you're wherever you know rehab anything like this um and so it's like you're you know you start making progress but with progress you know there's always relapses there's always moments where you you know you, you feel like it's all for nothing Right. So, I mean, those moments, they happen and it's kind of like a wave, you know, sometimes life is good. Other times, you know, you feel like garbage. And so it's like if I feel like if somebody has in the back of their mind that there's a self-destruct button or there's like a yeah self-destruct button, yeah. you know, where it's like, hey, I just do this and everything is over. It's done. You know, I don't have to, to, to my imagination. I don't have to feel this pain anymore. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do whatever, all that stuff. I feel like that'll that'll even just kind of hinder the process because then it's like instead of healing without the option of of assisted suicide, you know, you're kind of put in a, in a position where you know you're able to or somebody can even talk to you and, and make you realize that hey, you've come a really long way, you know. So it's like I know it, it's hard and you know there's ups and downs, but don't forget where you where you're coming from. You know, it's been a month, but you made a month of progress. It's been two years you've, you've made two years of progress but you took those steps <laughs> you know right. so it's like yeah but but then you know somebody that's in that situation if they have the option of a self-destruct button in their back pocket that the government you know is is willing to be okay with right. i feel like it'll be much harder to go through that process and to go through those ups and downs because once you go down then you know you might just want to go de- you just might want to you might just stay down because there's the option for it <laughs> yeah. thinking that Hey, life is too hard. I, you know, I was doing so well, but now I'm back in my garbage state. Let me, let me just end it all, you know, instead of seeing the truth, you know. So, yeah, yeah man, it's uh, yeah. So yeah, so pretty much, yeah. No, I don't know. For me, I don't. Know. I'm not, I'm not for this bill. Uh, we'll see what happens with it. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, yo, man, life. It's something it's worth fighting for. Hundred uh, percent. You know, at the same time too, we're all, you know, all of us were, in, were you know separate individual we dictate our life we're wrong that's it we well we think we dictate our life but really it's, we're not really in control of it too at the same time which yeah, is some control <laughs> some control but i'm just saying how like you know because you don't you know something could happen the next day and you might might lose your life that's what more that's more on what i'm saying that you're not in control so that's where it's like if if things that you're that you're in control with you can actually like things that you're in control with at least like give it a chance. I'll leave give give life a chance to, you know, to see if it can get better. And yeah. as we said, you know, in previous episode, like that's what it's life, man. There's goods and bads. 
Mm -hmm. We got to get to deal with the bad. Um, that's part of it. And, um, you know, there's, there has to be a good, I don't know. Like, I don't think someone it was suffering from mental illness. I don't think that it really think that, you know, for the rest of their life, it's just going to be some bad. I don't agree with that. You know, I feel like there, there, there has to be good somewhere that's going to mm -hmm. come up. You know? always, yeah. Cause I mean, I always feel like ultimately as bad as you can feel, yeah. I mean, I feel like if you get to those levels, you know, <laughs> let me see if I can word this right. But as you say, here's the scale, right? So as bad as you can feel, yeah. there's, you know, you, that gives you the potential to experience as good, you know, the good that you can feel. So it's like, it's kind of like, you know, because you know so much, so much like suffering and whatnot, it can, it can give you the, the chance to find the kind of happiness that's the exact polar opposite of that, of that, of that feeling. Right. So then instead of that, you'll be up here or you can, you have the potential to be up here because you know what it's like to be down here. So when you're rising up, you know, you know where you came from and you're going to find that kind of happiness where it's like, oh man, you know, like you're seeing things or you're happy about things that like other people take for granted. Why? Because you know, you've been down there where you, you know, you've had nothing or whatever, but it's like, now you're at a state, you found the polar opposite because of all the hard work that you've been through. And now you're recognizing that like, Hey, oh man, like all these things that like I used to take for granted, you know, now I see the value in them, but now I can recognize other people when they don't see the value in them. And like, or you can even, you can see when people are struggling and then you can also like, it'll give you the insight to actually uh, help them. So the deeper down you go, when you come out of it, like once you get up here, like it'll actually give you the, the, the I feel like it'll give you the abilities to like, you know, see struggling, identify what kind of struggling is going on. So it'll kind of give you the opportunity to know how to help or know how to approach somebody. Cause it's like, if you are on the verge of suicide, but you came out of it, man, if somebody that's like on the verge of suicide is around you, you know, like, and they have that conversation with you when you've been there, you know, I feel like that's, that's the kind of stuff where it's like, you've mm -hmm. been through hell. So now you have the ability to keep other people out of it. Yeah. Right. That's how I see it. You know? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. So, uh, man, we, we talked a lot, you know, about uh, my shooting that we went with mental health, with death penalty. We went around and around, but, uh, you know, it was a good episode. I liked it. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Some, some, some good opinions here and there. Usually we, we agree on, mo on almost everything I feel. But today, <laughs> I think it was like one that we didn't agree on. So I like that. Yeah. Oh, I think it was free will. <laughs> yeah, free will too. Don't we? Never that's agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. That's the, you know what? There might be a part two in the future. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Maybe I'm gonna, part three. I'm gonna try to, to convince you to my on my side, bro. Alright, yo, likewise, likewise. <laughs> so man, now I think it's the perfect time uh, to go with you know what music <laughs> for days. Get the ears ready, y'all. Get the ears ready. Oh, I can, uh, get get your headphones on, and people don't forget, man. We got uh, you know our Spotify playlist where there's all the songs there. We did include the, the two new songs from last week on the playlist. I'm gonna, we're gonna do the same uh, once the episode release. You're gonna be able to find it um, on the Spotify too. It'll probably be by, you know, I mean, the next day or so. And uh, yeah, so Kalilo, what's, what is your song for this week? Well, I got something nice for y'all. It's a very nice song, and it's from a very nice artist, and his name is Isaiah Rashad. And the song I'm going for yeah. is Free Lunch. <laughs> Everybody likes some free lunch. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that. It's got some nice chill vibes. You know, he's got the vibe that I, that I like, mm -hmm. you know. So uh, that song, I mean, 
listen to it, you know, kick it with me, just listen to it. And yeah, man, vibe, this vibe to it. It's really nice. That's what about you, bro? What you got for us? Yeah, so for this week, I got uh, an artist by the name of AP. Um, he's actually an artist from Ottawa, but I, I didn't, I, I kind of saw his, you know, here and there. Uh, this started even i remember there was like one article i read it was you know sometimes there's like articles that said like hey upcoming artists in canada to watch out for in 2021 or 2020 yep. and i think i saw his name but i kind of like i ignored it but i didn't really go and check his music like that but then there was one song i just discovered uh, mm-hmm. music it's called uh, no stress by ep and man it's really some good vibes and i mean he's talented man i think he you know he has a bright future like he, he did yeah. He's very versatile too. He has like, you know, he can do rap. He has like R&B too a bit. Oh, he's got some variety to him, huh? Variety, yeah. yeah. I like that. That's, about him. So That's cool. That song, it kind of gives me, um, for people who know who's uh, MHD, he's like an artist in France. That song gives me a, a, a vibe that I've heard before from another song, kind of. Um, <laughs> so I like it. So it's dope. So yeah, so that's, that's my cool. song. No stress, AP. Check it out mm-hmm. for the Ottawa folks. You know what I mean? And um, that's what it is. So um, It is what it is. This has been another great episode of another conversation one. for days. Conversation for days. That's right. That's right. Yeah, make sure so, to like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Share like it to people, you know, our content, uh, support it, comment on the mm-hmm. YouTube. Obviously, it'll be available for the other people on yep. Spotify. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week like usual. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for another dope episode from the Rev and yeah, I need a title, man. I need a title. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I feel like <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like it'll find me when it's time. <laughs> so, <laughs> because you know the reverend it kind of came out of the I yeah, don't man. Know how it came up, but it just came up. It came out. It came up. Yo, I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let life decide. So <laughs> we'll find it when we find it. But yeah, man, another dope episode with you know Kalilo and Frankie over here. So uh, check us out. Catch us on the next wave. And yo, stay safe, happy, and healthy. Yeah. And the people, too, you know, people maybe that's not from Ottawa watching this, they're like, why are they back on Zoom? So you know, we yeah, uh, temporarily again uh, through yes. Zoom. So hopefully. You know, it can you know go away soon so then we can uh, go back to the studio but hey we we adapt so that's fine right. go with that it is what it is exactly that's the that's, that's <laughs> the word it is what it is amen to that all right bro, bro. Okay. Fun. respect take it easy and for yeah. people don't forget this is the best podcast in ottawa i promise you you won't be disappointed Number you one. Heard it first. You heard it first. Yes, sir. I, my All people. Right. Peace. Bye. And chicken grease. You already know.